0: The Mixed Bag, on the After Reality Podcast Network.
1: He is in my day one alliance, Will Simmons.
0: And I hope he doesn't bump his head in this episode, Spencer Killey
1: is After Reality. Welcome back to the Mix Bag podcast here on the After Reality Podcast Network, presented to you by our partners at Fantasy4Reality.com fantasy, the where there are games live right now for Survivor and for The Bachelor. Check those out, play along with your friends or your coworkers. And here on the Mix Bag today, we are talking Survivor 44's season premiere 2-hour episode as well as Grab Bag from some of our Bravo favorites, but I think we're going to focus in on Vanderpump Rules this week. So all that being said, Will, what is the good word?
0: Uh, I convinced Bethany to watch Survivor this week, and it was on. And I was new to two hours, and I knew if I didn't watch it when I did, I might not be able to finish it on time. And uh, I was like, just watch it. Just watch it. And within 30 minutes, she was like, we can keep going. <laughs> Let's keep watching this. And then uh, we, we, we actually had to pause for the last 30 minutes because we had to get ready Let's go to bed. And I was like, Do you want to finish? She's like, Absolutely. And like, that was a hell of a first episode. So, yeah, very excited that it's back. I mean, I always enjoy it, but I was just like, Wow, this is awesome.
1: (laughs) I didn't realize she was so in and out on Survivor, but uh, it sounds like she's back.
0: Yeah, she usually watches like the first few episodes and then like at some point it just becomes redundant for her, which we can all agree, like a lot of the same things. But um, yeah, she was like, Wow, this is super interesting.
1: (laughs) I have a lot happening here for particularly for a first episode. Very, a couple of injuries. A very lively tribe tribal council. Um, getting to know a lot of the people. Survivor's done a. We've talked about this in recent seasons. Done a really good job of, or a better job, I should say, of letting us get to know these people a little bit. Uh, which, yep. um, we'll talk some Vanderpump rules, some drama around Schwartz and Sandys, and and the ensuing drama around the the Schwartz and Gaty and their whoever they might be connected to. Um, and I'm still interested to see what happens over on on, on, the, on the Summer House when uh, Kyle has the answer for his antics. But yeah, we'll dive in to talk about Survivor. Um, do you want to remind everybody where they can find us online?
0: We're on Twitter at After Reality Pod. You can like the After Reality TV Podcast page on Facebook. on Instagram and TikTok at After Reality Podcast. Grab or download them. Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, Stitcher. And check out the website, AfterRealityPodcast.com.
1: Very good. And So before we even jump in, this cast, 18 people, early impressions of, of these people and who they are, who you like, who you have questions
0: or thoughts about. Um, I feel like, well, like it's kind of, you know, easy to say this after the fact, but like, uh, this group has got a little bit of everything. Um, we've got some big people, we've got some small people, we've got some athletic people, we have some unathletic people, we have a very good mix of just people and, uh, characters um feels like we have a love story on this season which is awfully odd for survivor and especially in the last eight or nine seasons i've watched recently um yeah that's what's happening between matt and
1: franny do you think it's going to be a romantic relationship
0: i mean literally the next episode was like them like talking about how they're budding relationship and i was like wow never see that happening on use this show especially because you're covered in filth and you're trying to beat somebody but uh not those i think it's a good cast uh I mean, as I said, the first episode there was so much going on, but I feel like there's some people that kind of showed up that I wasn't high, didn't have high hopes for. Heidi all of a sudden is a firemaker, and I'm like, wow, I think she was our last pick in our, our league, <laughs> which I ended up with. So, uh, yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's a strong cast for what uh, Survivor is good at.
1: Yeah. So the show started in a very interesting manner, and that was introducing us to a couple people. It didn't start with the usual like just we're full bore on a boat or. Or we're throwing stuff off the boat into the water, and you're 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 paddling to shore. It opened with this really weird open with Carolyn looking yeah. on how to talk to the camera, and like she's a former drug counselor in a total wackadoodle. Well, like this was <laughs> oh my god <laughs> season. I mean, yeah, like like a lot of drug counselors, former drug addicts themselves, no doubt in my mind, she's one of them. Right. Definitely lends to that idea. A lot of drugs. Like the way she laughs and giggles about things reminds me of. Um, oh gosh, what's the guy's name? Um, celebrity rehab, former drummer for Guns and Roses. Oh, uh, um, you know who I'm talking about?
0: Uh, yes, I do. Um, yeah, yeah. Keep talking. Yeah,
1: like the way he kind of would would act, uh, and she reminds me of him a lot. And this Steven is- Adler, Steven Adler. Yes. I love that guy, though. He was such a like nice, gentle soul yeah. um, on that show. But uh, we also like we get introduced to Carson, who's kind of the young nerdy guy who has spreadsheets upon spreadsheets of survivor data he has puzzle replicas at home. I think good, <laughs> interesting one to keep an eye on. He gained like 30 or 40 pounds. <laughs> he went from 115 to 145 in a matter of months to go on the yeah. show. Guys dedicated. Like, and and it's not like it was just he didn't just get fat, like he'd worked out. Um, so like he wants to win. Um I'm interested in in a couple of the others as well, but um we we split into the three tribes there's purple Tika, orange Ratu, green Soka, and pretty well balanced uh, to to start. Um I for the second time in just a handful of seasons. We have a former NFL player. This one, one that like no one really knows. Like some people could have known who Danny McCray uh, was just because he was, a, uh, I assume he was probably like at least all conference, or all American at LSU. You would know. And then he played for a prominent team in the Dallas Cowboys. Um, right. Brandon Cotton. I know he played in the league. I don't know anything else. Uh, he might have been on the practice squad for all I know. Have you, have you read up on him at all?
0: Uh, you know, he looked really familiar. Uh, and I actually pulled something up on him. Where is it at? Brandon Cotton. Uh, the name sounded kind of familiar, just because I'm a Here's idiot.
1: A <laughs> back at, at Purdue.
0: Purdue, right? Um,
1: and then it looks like he was, he was the Seahawks, one,
0: Seahawks for a short time, very short time.
1: Three seasons on their practice squad, and then a, and then a, and a, so like not a guy that anybody's gonna know or really of of having been that. Um, but he's part of that Orange Tribe who. I felt like had some strength to it, and and, and we got to see it uh, early on. W- before we get to kind of the the sweat and savvy stuff, let's talk about the re- first reward challenge. Um, they they jump right in, and this is a tough tough challenge. And like, I'll I'll go right to it. Like, did you see what Bruce actually did in this challenge?
0: Yeah, yeah, he dug straight into that board or that pillar
1: like Goldberg spearing someone in the in the late 90s early aughts and wrestling like it was head first into that oh. and, and not a, not not like bumped it like
0: fast yeah uh, I mean that's a that's a head rattler I mean you're like shook immediately and like the fact that it only took him like a few seconds to like get back on his under underneath it and keep going I'm like wow man, adrenaline's rushing through your body so you don't really notice him as much fuck that was tough no doubt he's a good constant no doubt.
1: I mean, that's why. He, that's what happened, right? Like, yeah, blood loss, dehydration, blow to the head, all kind of add up. But um, I, as and it's it's so muddy, and like he's putting all that mud on his head. and I was like, no, don't do that. That's that that's just going to create problems for you in advance. So I was actually happy eventually when they had to stop the thing because I was like, we got to clean that thing out. We can't get all that. And I don't I don't know what they're using to create mud there because it's. <laughs> A mud pit on top of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Imported the best fusion mud there is.
1: <laughs> Do they use Fiji water
0: to to create that? It's got to be built in.
1: <laughs> but uh, like big blocks, they're collecting to get them out of the water. Um, I, I'm Bruce. Glad he got some help, but he ends up participating back in the game, which I thought was all the more surprised.
0: Yeah, uh, it was crazy how like the the medic team like like <laughs> as soon as. The uh, the medic, well, I guess the lead medic, Will or whatever his name was, came out there and started talking. And Jeff's like narrating this whole thing. I'm like, I don't think we need narration of this. It's so awkward. It's like, Bruce, how are you feeling, Doctor Will? What's going on? It's like we see what's happening, dude. <laughs> like let it just happen. And I get it. It brings an element of like humanity to it. But I'm like, we can talk through it, not be so like weird about it.
1: Jeff, like no doubt, we know Jeff is one of the the greatest play by play guys. <laughs> like no doubt in my mind, he could go call an NFL game. I'm do- Tony Romo <laughs> um all that and but like I probes is just so good at what he does and um I got to thinking about it while I was watching I was like how proud is that guy of like what they've done like he's been doing this for 20 something years 44 seasons and just loves it and like it's it's his show
0: oh 100 percent. I mean like we see him show up in the middle of the night when Bruce is. I'm like, where were you at? <laughs> what were you doing? And they're like, Hey, we have to go. Bruce is having a, you know, is having trouble here. And he's like, I'm there. No problem.
1: <laughs> Fisherman shirt, and your hat. Let's go. And, yeah. And he's. There. I mean, he's a, I haven't listened to it yet, but he's got a podcast now to accompany. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Which I kind of feel like is going to give us some like added insight to what's going on because I mean he's giving us more of that in the last couple seasons with breaking the fourth wall and letting us in on on kind of how they're producing things. So I'm, I'm curious. I'll, I'll give it a listen. Didn't have a chance to listen before this pod. All right. Uh, purple tika first to finish their puzzle. Um, and they go to this reverse ring toss and they have Carolyn doing it and she fails epically at throwing those rings up a flat, uh, up this telephone pole, essentially. Like had to have been a rule that you couldn't change once you put someone on, on, on that. I, I would assume. Uh, cause right. Danny makes short work for his team. Uh Kane Kane gets it done for his team. Um and Carolyn's purple team, they don't run, for it, so they they're uh they don't get Flint, Or actually they don't even uh they don't get the chance to choose between sweat and savvy, which
0: right. is, they're the, they're limited to what they have to do. Past yeah. the two, both had to go make that choice. Uh, knowing we know now, after watching this, it's like wow. Putting her at the last as that's last stage was the worst idea because she turns out she's a spaz. Oh, a total spaz! <laughs> like took her pants off to help her do it better.
1: It just like... And just like
0: flailing everything, it's like just get the mem- momentum going up. But she's like just like gangly arm and like. Oh. If,
1: if I'm on the Purple Tika tribe, and I'm going to tribal council. There is no doubt she's going home.
0: I would definitely put her a high up there. Yeah,
1: like there, it's. I think it's just too much of a loose cannon and not not a performer and is she trustworthy maybe maybe not i don't know
0: well we see her freak out at uh, camp later but uh yeah tough one tough one to pull for
1: <laughs> you mentioned matt earlier he, he is newly single so that that's something for us to keep an eye on um i was curious from the jump about the the bird cage near the camps which only one of them has been unlocked i assume the other two stay there until someone comes up with the key
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I want to get your th- your thoughts on the savvy versus sweat. Like, obviously, in hindsight, we can make a choice, but coconut collecting in the hot sun and a, and a lot of it and in the sand, or this spherical puzzle with only fifteen minutes to do what? It, and, and and different rules also. Like in the past, like everyone got to do the puzzle if you did the puzzle, whereas if you did the sweat, only two people did it. What? What? Where are you leaning on your on your team if you get the choice?
0: I mean. And watching the sweat one, it's like, that one I would not be able to compete, like, can finish in. Like, if those, if, if a football player, especially a fullback, can't pull this thing back and forth by, like, not by himself, would help, there's no way in hell I'm finishing that one. So I would definitely be more savvy, but even that one, I'm like, it I, It would take me probably 20, 30 minutes to figure that one out. If I don't, if I can't, if I don't have somebody working with me to help kind of coach me through that part, because I'm like, I was looking at it, I was like, yeah, you know, is it a full circle? Is it, like, the whole thing? It's You know, there's so many different questions I would have had, but, um, yeah, yeah, that's what was tough.
1: That's <laughs> not allowed to been allowed to put hands on it. Cause then it's no like, looking to land too and move. Yeah. And then somehow they deduced that the inner sphere was the same as the outer sphere. Yeah. I, I think I, based on track record of what I've seen on the show, I would choose savvy. Cause they seem to always get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can not know if anyone's missed on sweat, but like, but I don't
0: think so.
1: But Brandon probably doesn't gas out during the immunity challenge if he hasn't already gassed out with Matthew on that. And and Matthew like he, he called himself the smallest and the oldest guy, but he's like he looked like he had some muscle and some mass and ability to do no. that.
0: Yeah. He's just not the same shape as Brandon. That's
1: all. <laughs> no, right. with um the exception of uh, uh, the one guy uh Danny who looks like a real a real threat. He's a firefighter.
0: Yeah. So one thing, when, I, we wa- when we were watching, I was thinking, I was like, is no one allowed this be, like, is no one allowed to watch, or is it just better than, I mean, I get it, like, I don't want to watching the whole time, because he should be like, building camp and doing things, but like, is no one around allowed to be around?
1: <laughs> sure, see, like, it, they hear them cheering from afar, and they're like,
0: yeah, Yeah. I mean, I guess it does remove the element of, like, assistance, especially in the, the, uh, the savvy one, but in the, the the other one. I mean, four hours is a long time, but you don't think anybody would come check in? Like, well, let's see how these guys are doing. Support you? Motivate yeah. you? Yeah. Working
1: hard? Like, can we bring you some water or something? Yeah.
0: But four hours? When they said it was four hours, I'm like, there's a reason why it's four hours. Like, I bet four and a half hours is probably what you really wanted to have it do it in, but like four hours is, like, just enough to get it done.
1: And we don't know how slow they started, and then we're like, oh, we need to speed up, kind of kind of thing. But... Yeah, don't under- underestimate how heavy coconuts are. I suppose
0: right. uh, they took they took their time in the beginning and they took a lot of breaks. So like they they maxed it out for sure.
1: Carson and Helen they they did a nice job didn't didn't let their team down either. Um and have more gas in the tank a- after the fact. Um, meanwhile, uh, kind of over at the Tika tribe, Yam knows how to make fire. He's from was he from Puerto Rico? A couple of them were from Puerto Rico. I know. Um. Heidi is, is originally from Puerto Rico. I think Jimmy Lynn is originally from there, and I think Yam actually lives in Puerto Rico. Uh, apologies if he's not actually from Puerto Rico. Um, but a guy that's accustomed to the humidity, accustomed to the beach, and to a certain extent, uh, knows how to make fire, obviously, because he's done it right here on day one, which is no no small task, I suppose, mm-hmm. as, as you get going. Um. Any anybody else that kind of as we get to know that purple tribe that, that stands out to you?
0: Um, no, I think we you know Carson interesting story there Carolyn obviously we've crushing her Yam Yam seems like he'll be hilarious it'd be fun to have around um now will that get on people's nerves because he's constantly like joking and like kind of like always a spitball spitfire kind of guy but uh I think also it is funny how Jeff calls him Jam Jam because that's how he's the guy says wise. <laughs> That, I He's didn't... like, yeah, jam, 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 jam. I'm like, uh, yam, yam, jam, 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 jam. Dialect death. Come on, dude. <laughs> uh,
1: and then at that camp, that's where, actually, like, maybe it's not, at, I guess it is at that camp. It was Bruce was on that team. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you, you see it. He like, he is hurt. And like, I, and I knew when his head got hit, I'm like, there's no way this guy just like going to go to sleep tonight casually. Like it's going to be pounding at some point. Yeah.
1: Like they show up, they give him an IV. I wonder if, are they allowed to give you pain medicine and let you stay in the game or something like that? I don't know.
0: Uh, it thins your blood, so it's kind of dangerous.
1: Yeah. I, I just didn't know, like, if you're injured, not necessarily this, but any injury, and are able to stay in the game, but you need some, like, pain management, I guess that's probably not surviving if you're getting pain management, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, we were going to talk about Matthew and his adventure, and it's like, you think you need some pain meds for that? <laughs>
1: Gosh, yeah. Um, I mean, the him going and climbing up those rocks and Talking about how, like, he grew up foraging for food and, like, his mom was YMCA camp director. And, like, we, I remember now seeing that scene at the end of last season when they showed us seams from this season on the Mm -hmm. finale, seeing that guy fall off the rocks. And it was like,
0: oh, God. Yeah.
1: And, like, I was less concerned about the dislocated shoulder, shoulder wheel. Those cuts to the feet. Yeah. It's hell out there. Yeah. Where, where you're either barefoot or, doing stuff athletically
0: with shoes on like that just i can't imagine yeah no what had happened it's funny bethany had gotten up and <laughs> she left the room for a second and all, all of a sudden this this thing happens because it was like you know just a, his story nothing's happening all of a sudden, he's climbing the rock as soon as he fell i just sort of audibly I was like oh my god she's running there let me see and she's like why is he up there he, she was so mad why are you up there you're so stupid why is he wearing shoes what are you gonna catch there's no crabs up there it's like I, I know like <laughs>
1: He obviously knew something about what he was doing, and then immediately, like, was like, "That was stupid. Why was I doing that?" Like, yeah. You have to have some level of cautiousness at all times when you're out there. I feel like you shouldn't be putting your game at risk, right? I but do- when we've seen guys
0: climb trees in the past, I'm like, "That's dangerous." I-, I wonder though, because there's like a day and a half between them getting to camp. There's a day between then they actually their next event, right? So it's like a there's a day between. So I wonder if just out of boredom, this was like, "Screw it." You know, I'm gonna go look up this, do this thing instead. Which I get. I mean, like, guy seems like a busybody kind of guy. Like, which is fine, but yeah, this is the one thing you don't need to be doing is putting yourself at risk right at the beginning of the game. man he's already so. himself out with with Brandon on the on the sweat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I just got chuckled out the boredom at that point.
1: <laughs> got a little ahead of himself, going really hard, really fast. Now there's no load bearing for his shoulder, and I'm like, like that puts you at risk, in my opinion. I was, and and I, later on we. We see that he's, he's feeling at risk, but um, I, I think he should be. We do see the, the boat adventure for all three tribes. It, it's kind of become commonplace now, which I I would actually like to see us bring that in and out of the game and not always have, have these people going away because people kind of know what that comes with now. Did have some new wrinkles to it this time. What did you think about the new wrinkles about them not necessarily all playing for the same thing over at the island?
0: Well, I think it's cool. I mean, it's good to kind of change it up a little bit, especially since there's people that know this game so well, like like Carson who knows like what it's supposed to happen and things. It's like it keeps things, you know, on an unlevel foot footing for some people, so it's not so obvious, like oh yes, yeah, so it's got to be this and it's going to be one of these two things. So I- I'm good with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you had a one in three chance each of you individually of getting something, and unlike in the past, it was dependent on what others did. Right? This has no what yeah. bear- others did. I do like that. Um, you're 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 completely relying on your on what you want to do, and you you don't have to choose one at all, from what I understood.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, if you missed on the on the first, you could essentially double down. This is my friend Trent. We call him double down. Um,
0: double
1: down. Sarah draws lose a vote. She reminds me of someone. I don't know if it's someone I know or someone from reality TV, but she re- definitely reminds me of someone. Um, and with her second. Uh, pull. She gets the inheritance advantage, which sounds like maybe the coolest advantage I've ever heard of on the show. If if you're the one holding it, like right, every advantage or idol that's played at a given tribal council, that's massive. If you if you go to a tribal council and it's a really live one and stuff starts flying on the table, like, are you getting to collect it and nullify it and possess it? Or are you getting to collect it after it's been played? I don't know the exact rules, but you could really tilt the balance of a game if someone rolled out a bunch of stuff at one tribal and you just collect it all.
0: Yeah, no absolutely. Especially like after Emerge when you have more people with various items at that point. So yeah. It's a big one.
1: No one knows that she has. Yeah. Matt draws, lose a vote, and loses a second vote, which puts him in a really tough spot with uh the Green Tribe, I believe, where he is. Uh I hope he doesn't tell anyone. Yeah. tell um a franny girl based on what we're seeing and hopefully that doesn't come back to bite him kind of like Matt. Matt uh, Lauren draws his bank your vote advantage on the first poll so she doesn't lose anything and she 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 puts it into play already this week I I feel like this one I don't know how I feel about this one. I don't know what are your thoughts
0: Um, I mean I think it's interesting that she gets to keep the paper so like that's when he's just a hide Instead of just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to get to use this vote somewhere else. But it's like interesting to just keep the paper. Um, I mean, it's not as... I don't think it's... It, we already kind of have this anyway, where it's like, oh, you know, like I can't... I, I get an extra vote. So basically, that's what it is, except you lose a vote at the time. So, like, uh, I don't know. I mean, it, I think it's a weird twist to something we already kind of have. But, yeah, when, you know, it'll be impactful at some point, that's for sure.
1: We'll get to it, but she's going to be on Front Street already with... with oh, it. yeah. Um, Matt returns, tells him he lost his vote. He doesn't tell him about two. Uh, Sarah tells them like, "Hey, like, I might have a vote next time. I might not." Which I, I like. I like. I like the way she played it. She doesn't really. Yep. And then Lauren lies and tells them that she lost the vote, even though she did not. Uh, which we see come some of that kind of come back around on the sit out bench at the immunity challenge. But before we do, sure. um, your thoughts on the cage key hunting and kind of what goes on with Brandon and Maddie and company at the at the Orange Tribe?
0: Yeah, this one's pretty conflicting because like when Brandon finds it. And Maddie is around the corner. Like it's really hard for him to be cool about it. If, also, don't put it in your pocket, dude. You got to put it in your crotch, like you got to, or your back of your pants. So you can't put it where it's gonna be like, oh, this something in your pocket, dude. Can't do that. But also it's a panic move. I mean, she's right there. You found it. You can't. You gotta be un- like as sly about it as possible. So it is tough. But I do, I do appreciate that he was like, you know what? If I don't say something now, because she has seen it, it will blow up in Brandon's face. It already does later. But I feel like he had to say something at that point. But. He could have said, "Hey, you and I, keep it there," and I think that would have been his best play at that point. But that's what she wanted to do. But and I understand her point. I understand I, his point for not doing it. But too, like it was like, oh
1: well, she's potentially putting me in a hairy spot. But yeah. I feel like, oh well, Brandon has this thing and he's not telling you, but I know about it. Um, I think it's in some ways a good idea that that he that he did what he did in other ways a bad idea could have just taken hindsight you vote her out and no one no one knows you have it right
0: yeah which i mean it works out that way this episode but you had to expose yourself across it but the fact that you have an a a fake idol was like the real fuck up of this whole thing where it's like that becomes useless absolutely uses, unless people on your team keep it to themselves and use it later on when the merge and stuff happens, but at this point that team is already kind of flipping out and it's like, the the chance of that, that thing being used in a good way is probably done at this point but hey, able- he did the right thing by telling, because once it got out, he can't tr- he his trust of her went out the window as we see later on, like she wasn't going to let this just go go without being told
1: I don't think she was going to partner up with him
0: no, first chance he gets but we see it. We see it before Tribal. She's like, he's so powerful. He's so powerful. He's got the upper hand. It's like, that guy has done nothing but support this team. <laughs> but he has to go.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I have some, some more thoughts on on that when we get to Let's talk about the immunity challenge real quick, though. Um, obviously, Dika is short-handed, so it was Lauren and actually, Claire and Matt. Uh, Lauren and Matthew were the two that sat out. Uh, mm-hmm. Matthew's sitting out because he's injured and Ooh. can't. How lucky is that? That that they needed to set someone out.
0: Yeah, or like he he can't play that game. There's no way he can play. Everything is pushing, pulling, rowing. It's moving your arms.
1: It might be really hard for him to play Survivor because, like, find me a
0: competition where you don't use your arms. Standing still on a balance beam <laughs> and like dangerous if you fall off and land on it. Right. I mean, there's danger in life, dude.
1: I wonder. <laughs> this load-bearing restriction it's like it's I, it's gonna be tough for him to win survivor in the state that he's in
0: now if it does go back in the socket it, it will be a little bit of it, it won't be like a month to recover from that it'll be a few days and is that few days long enough you know to get back full strength but yeah
1: i mean i guess the good news is like it's not something that's going to kill him right i guess no. how much pain can you take yeah
0: it'll be up to him it re- truly will be up to him because no one's going to take him out just because he. It-
1: and hey, at least it's only thirty nine days, or only twenty six days, and not thirty nine days. Right. Uh, but on this challenge, they're retrieving a heavy chest from the water. They're pulling it up and through this contraption slide, um, then onto a giant slide puzzle, and a tough like. It, usually, a slide puzzle is square. This is a rectangle one, which I thought made it tougher. I'm not a slide puzzle expert, but uh, I bet Carson is. But that guy's got that slide puzzle in his backyard. Um, two charts win. One loses fire. Um, green looks. Really good through this thing. Like the other two tribes can barely get the thing out of the water, and they are up and moving and humping the thing. Uh, Puzzle again, as always, though ends up being kind of kind of the equalizer as, as they as they do this thing. Before they even get to that, though, we have another med- medic stoppage, like our, our third medic visit of episode one, which is pretty
0: wild. Uh, I tweeted out, "Hey, I think the medic team should be their own tribe." <laughs> A lot of times you don't go I, He's in,
1: and see the medics three times. Like, that's what a-
0: Bethany was. She, she was like, "It's like I was like, trust me. I, you see these guys once every few seasons, like once and like maybe, and it's usually like pretty quick in and out. Person's got to go or whatever. But like three times an episode, if not four. If you can, I mean like, we didn't. I don't know how much we saw them when he pulled sh- his shoulder situation, but like they were there at some point. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um. The, the, the one that I always go back to is when Beast Mode Cowboy just gassed out in the hot sun on the beach and they had to medevac him because he was like, like out. Um, but the, the this one was tough. Like Brandon's cramping and lightheaded again. Like if he hadn't done the sweat in the sweat savvy, I don't think this happens. Hmm. burn so much there and like you can only rehydrate so much outside in the hot sun, right?
0: Yeah. 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 I have to walk
1: to a, a tiny well. I, I'd just be standing at the well drinking at the well before I ever came back, and then I'm gonna get accused of it being out looking for idols, which he already right, has one. Right, right, right. But his team or the 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 purple team, completely in the shade for the puzzle part of this show. Did you see this? we yeah. right were out in the sun, purple's just over there in the shade getting things done and and they win the thing. I I'm not saying why they won, but it certainly didn't help or didn't hurt.
0: <laughs> yep. It, it does suck that like Brandon gassed out and like and it's this team just can't kind of get out of their own way right now. <laughs> like, just
1: they're just beat already. They're going to tribal. I mean, I, I actually, I think maybe green one, purple also won. Yeah, uh, yeah, purple. Yeah. But Brandon's gassed out, medically cleared. Um, has, they've lost their Flint, but Matthew's injured and they're going to tribal. Like, there's a lot going on right there. Yeah. And you need to make some careful decisions with what you do with your tribe, knowing we got to play again tomorrow, right? Yeah. And I don't think that was... It wasn't even shown to us in, in the produced version of this, but um, I didn't think enough consideration was given to how do we get... Because the fewer times you go to travel, the better chance you have to make it to the merge, right? Right. Uh, and Matthew had picked up this information um, that he shares with Brandon and Kane about how Lauren had kind of... Uh, shown, not shown them a locket in the same way that i think matt had shown the locket over at the other tribe which was the piece mm-hmm. got from from claire earlier i was confused and it, it was claire that i think gave him that information on the, on the sit-out bench um where, where are you leaning here like are are you leaning more in the keep the tribe strong get rid of the injured person do you go for your weakest player do you go for your most conniving player what's
0: your play I mean, it's so it's hard because it's the first one like you don't want to play too hard. You don't want to be the aggressor in the situation. Um, But I don't know. I mean, I look at it like you do have you do have someone that's injured, but he is is helpful. You also have someone here that is going to be your muscle that early on you're going to need that for a lot of competitions. Like later in the game, it becomes less group related individual. So like you keep the bigger group, the better players in that regard to keep them keep your team able to win. So I, I don't know. I, I think it's an interesting place to play. I mean, I, I definitely go for most conniving at this point, in my opinion, because at least you could say that's going to be a trouble. That's you're already showing your, your colors. as like trying to like want, get go behind people's backs rather than someone that's like, yeah, I probably can't beat him. But right now, like, do I need to beat him? He's on my they're on my team. So I'd go with most conniving.
1: Yeah. When it like it's risky if you try to vote Brandon out right and have him stay. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Is is Maddie playing too hard, too fast
0: here? A hundred percent. The fact that she's going around, she's like, you can't trust him. You can't trust him. He's already got. I and mean, it's like, yeah, he has an idol, but we already know he has an idol. Like that's that's not a problem now. Now it's like, who is actually needs to go? Idol's um, not as powerful when everybody knows about it, right? And I know you want to flush it out, but like, your your team just started, and it's obvious there's going to be physical competitions. And if Matthew's injured and Brandon's gone, how are you going to compete in those competitions right now? Like you're you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. Maddie's also one of the smallest people in this team too, so it's like you're not going to take us very far at this point. <laughs>
1: I don't. I don't know how that piece isn't discussed. I, I don't either. Like Brandon and Matthew and Kane, who doesn't look like he's like a real athlete, and then Lauren, Maddie, and Jane, who none of them are like top of the top athletes. I, I don't know who is on the women's side. We'll, we'll we'll find that out as as the season unfolds. But I was just kind of taken aback by the fact that they didn't surface all that. Um, uh, I thought it was an interesting choice by Brandon to talk about a snake. (laughs) Getting by a snake at at, at Tribal, which I guess you can when, if he's knowing he's going to play his idol no matter what, you can say whatever you want. Right?
0: Yeah. It kind of sucks that he had to play it this episode, because it's like, man, like, it made for a fun ending, but, like, personal play, it's like shit. Like, I already have to use it. It goes back out there, so there's a possibility to get it back, and maybe less obvious that you have it, but yeah, it's kind of like crap. I hope they put it back in the bird cage.
1: What I really want to see is one of these tribes have the idol taken out of the bird cage and no one know who took it.
0: Yeah, which was which was something he had meant he thought about, where like or came up, which was like if he could take it out and put it back, or like not, you know, it's like that'd be sweet. But
1: just people wake up in the morning, it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, I heard I heard the cage rattling in the night. Yeah, yeah. the cage birds sing or not. <laughs> Baramundi's came and got it from the Baramundi's. Back- um, but I liked it. He was letting people know, like, Hey, I'm playing hard. My idol's not a secret. Um, and like, I was, I was thinking, I've never really thought about this. I'm particularly at the first tribal council. Like, I tried to put myself in their place. Like, your hearts must just be racing sitting out there. Oh,
0: God. Like, too so much anxiety.
1: It must be like every time you go, you gotta just be like, just beating out of your chest. Like, I, I had never really thought about that. I mean, cause, I mean, sometimes for us watching it on TV, your heart's beating fast
0: yeah no no, especially this one where it's like wasn't just your straightforward, just like, yep, they gotta go. It's like, uh, we have people playing shot in the dark the first fucking episode.
1: Jamie <laughs> telling us that she's gonna do it, which seemed foolish to me, like yeah. say it really be to do it, um they go to vote, Lauren banks her vote, Jamie plays her shot in the dark, oh, and by the way, we find out later Matthew also did, yeah. The- was a little confused by but i get a little more for him like he's like i'm i'm out here on a, on an island uh literally and and figuratively but like he's hurt like can't do anything so he's an easy target um three votes in the container matthew not safe jamie is safe first time ever it's shot in the dark's ever worked i don't know how shot in the dark works now going forward for this tribe Hmm. is it still a one in how many because two of them have already been taken out of the bucket or is it one in four now yeah, uh, yeah.
0: And then, that, I mean, we don't see him play very often. Like, this is the first time we've seen two in a season, like in a while.
1: <laughs> definitely the first time I think we've seen two in the same tribal.
0: Yeah, for sure. People for sure, their vote. Yeah, I, I did. I mean, like, I understand some of the thought process behind this, but it's like you're willing to risk all this right now. It's the first. It's the first, and I get it. You want to make through the first one because, like, you don't want to go home the first day. I get it. But like, long play here is like you may need that in a more critical position. Matthew playing is, I kind of get it. He's broken bird at this point so like if he could be an easy target to get out but like you also have proven yourself to the tribe that you're worth having around by that first uh you know getting that first flint uh exercise with the the sweat so like i don't know uh lauren doing jamie doing it i'm just like why are you worried i mean like because you don't want to vote like that's another thing it's like you already don't want to play what needs to be played which is basically creating you know actually voting and i'm like why not like why are you scared to vote is, do you think that's what it is, or like you th- I, I, that's the only thing I think of? She's just scared to vote. She didn't want to just make draw a line in the sand with anybody at this point, or make the wrong call.
1: Yeah, but I mean, and then the Brandon trots out there's a hidden immunity idol, and he had two of the three votes in there. His yep. he single handedly sent Maddie home. One, yep. and the looks on the people's faces are very confused because they know that something fishy happened, and the only way that it happened was if it came from Lauren. Yep. So, well,
0: also, this is the only the second time one person, go, a person goes home with on one vote. Second time, just just said that, which is interesting. Second time. Also, if I'm Brandon, I'm talking about using that, that uh, uh, my my immunity from this as soon as we sit down. That way, people know, don't fuck around and vote for them. Yeah, and then you can take a chance of maybe not having to play that, depending on how people respond to that. That's what I think would have gone in there like, hey, guys, I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm using my immunity. Go ahead. Now yeah. y'all talk about what you want to talk about. That way it's like, now they have to think about what they're going to do rather than just like, oh yeah, we're just going to throw our votes at him and see what happens. It's like, yeah.
1: like Lauren had to be okay with whoever going home. Yeah. Had to be her attitude. It had to be, I don't care who goes home as long as it's not me. Which, how silly would you feel if you banked your vote and they voted you out? Yep. Which could have happened. I don't know. It's it, possible. Very interesting first episode. Um, Obviously, we got to know this tribe a lot better than we got to know the other ones. I'm curious to get to know some some more of these people. Um, I think Danny. The, we, we seem to always gravitate towards the firefighters on the show, but <laughs> Mike and Danny, um, thinking he might make some noise. The guy I'm curious about is Josh. We didn't really hear about Josh at all. I drafted him super high, though. or I, I felt like I ranked him highly in, in our Fantasy for Reality draft. My team, bro. My team. He was one of my top picks. And then we both liked him i th- i think I had him at like number two on my list you got him number two uh,
0: yeah,
1: yeah i i drafted brandon off the top just n f l player and on out here um got lucky in week one with him but um and and Sarah i think Sarah might be she looks kind of like the most athletic woman out there so i'm curious to see um what what she has uh, has to give uh any why other
0: she, why she, oh yeah um yeah no I- a good start, <laughs> really good. I, a lot. I, I just a lot. A lot. Um, also, like, of course, I get the guy that gets knocked out the first day. Of course, just the way it goes for me in these games.
1: <laughs> How highly now fourth, fourth pick? Uh, so pretty, pretty high. Oh, and, and you you had Matthew and Bruce, the two guys again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Part par for the course for you. But hey, a, a long season. Um, I I guess I. I lost Maddie with my, my fifth overall pick, so um, not not a great pick there. Um, but uh, a lot of season left to go. Before we wrap this up, uh, speaking of fantasy for reality, let's check out how our teams fared in week one. Um, my team, uh, who has a lame title, uh, 44 in Spanish, and yours 44 and still banging, uh, each lost a player in week one. Brandon, top point getter, uh, mostly because he found an idol and played an idol successfully um to to get those points in week one. But uh reminder to play along with your friends, coworkers, whoever that loves Survivor, different formats to play, check it out. Uh fantasyforreality.com. Quickly, we'll shift over, talk a little bravo. Banner Pop rules. Um kind I feel like it's kind of a bounce back season for for VPR uh compared to the last couple. What what are your thoughts, well
0: Yeah, so far it's good. Uh you had asked which one you should Prioritize at her summer house and i thought vpr this week especially was just more interesting just because there's more stuff going on uh the schwartz and sandy's uh you know drama keeps on going and they keep not opening the restaurant but uh i also like just the whole it, this is uh, crazy how we're still talking about katie never blaming schwartz for anything that is happening she's always trying to blame sheena mostly for everything that happens in her life being so shitty and it's like Sheena didn't do this. Sheena might have said you should make out Raquel as just kind of like, hey, you know, like get back on the road, but like, this is Schwartz's decision. This is not Sheena's decision. Sheena didn't do anything. She only said something. She didn't make anything happen. And Raquel, let's be honest, I don't think so highly of her intelligence either, so it's like she's easily just kind of like influenced and like, sure. But like, once again, these are people's decisions in life. These are not Sheena's decisions, Katie. It's their decision.
1: Yeah, we, we obviously know and have heard that at Uh, Brock and Sheena's wedding, which I guess takes place during this season, that that Schwartz and Raquel hook up there. Um, Which, like, I get the idea of, like, hey, let's try not to date anyone in the friend group, and if we do, let's at least not do it in front of one another. But, like, that's impossible. You guys are inextricably tied. Yeah, You're the cast of this television show, and as long as you want to be part of that cast, you're going to be seeing things that maybe you don't want to. The part that I don't like is she should not be telling Tom who he's allowed to be friends with. You can't be like, you can't be friends with Sheena. No. She would no. tell you what to do. Not your wife. No. And and even if she is your wife, she still probably shouldn't be telling you who to be friends with unless that person has horribly wronged her, which <laughs> yeah. she has not. No. The no. I think the restaurant piece is in. The restaurant looks awesome, by the way. It looks cool, for sure. And I feel like Schwartz is acclimated somewhat well to like being more of an adult in, the, in, in a lot of ways compared to panic attack at, at pump uh back in the day sure the the thing with Greg, their business partner seems really weird and in, in, in the, the, the fact that we're even teasing Lisa offering to help and then we see Lisa and in, in the roombug in in the restaurant uh talking with them about what might be happening I th- like it feels like that has some legs well
0: yeah, no, that is strange. I mean, I don't understand why a guy would not want the bar to open just because he has the lease. Like, of course, you know that lease extends if this place is successful. So, like, make sure it's re- and like I get that point of him. Like, it's not ready yet. You open it now and it could fail, and all of a sudden I'm hook, I'm stuck on this lease. Got it. I understand that, but like, you can't also start the business until you open the doors. So, like, you gotta have you're gonna have. Things are not going to work when it opens up anyway. Like we know that's just how anything, any business, any, anything like that in life, it's something's going to have to change or get fixed after it's open part of the game.
1: I don't know how now, much, Like they're paying what they say is $25,000 a month in a rent for God knows how many months um, this guy's responsible for the lease. So like if they cease to do business, do Schwartz and
0: Sandy stop paying and then that guy can do what he wants with the lease. I don't know. I don't know. Like, we don't obviously know all the details, but something along those lines. But also, like, he owns many other properties or runs them. So, like, he knows what he's doing. So, I don't doubt that. And the fact that we went to Lisa would, like, complaining to her about all the things. I'm like, he is absolutely right. They do not have a fucking clue what they're doing. They know how to be bartenders and hosts. That's about it. They're not any more qualified than that. So, there's a lot of frustration with that. I get
1: idea guys and like Mater D's. Yeah. Which is fine. You just have that. Hire people that know how to run a restaurant for you, right? Yeah. He's a really good general manager, and I don't know what Greg's actual role is—just business partner. Yeah, uh, uh, but someone needs to run that place, and and someone that knows well what they're doing.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah. But uh, back to Katie thing. Guess what? You're on the show, and guess what? Tom's gonna do whatever the fuck he wants, and you can't tell him what to do anymore, and those two should not be hanging out as much as they should, as they do. They just shouldn't. Like, you just shouldn't. Like, you cannot move past something until both of you, both of you. Now, one person may move faster than the other, but like, you both can't move past this when you're around each other all the fucking time.
1: Yeah. 100%. They need a, they need distance. Like, bear your dogs, do that. Um, Does she need to be at the opening of this thing? Probably not. Huh. It's like, she should just be on her best behavior and just kind of stay out of the, yeah, of the riffraff.
0: And I mean, he, they're literally broken up. Like, she divorced him. That's another thing he brought up to. He's like, you divorced me. So, you chose this. Not that they probably should be divorced, because let's be honest, it probably wasn't going very well, but still, uh, like, you can't say shit. Yeah, I... I'm... Her
1: and Ariana seem a lot closer than they used to be, and, like, I know they're trying to do the sandwich shop thing still, which seems like just a real bad idea to do. Katie, <laughs> um, But, that's that's a weird dynamic right like these guys do a business together but I'm still more or less married to Tom Sandoval but mm-hmm. you're in this weird spot where we're still working together but we also know that Sandoval has traditionally hated Katie
0: yeah uh, what about the what about Tom Sandoval and the most extras I mean the fact is just a cool, like cover band is perfect because I mean like you do whatever I did enjoy the cover of uh, uh Schwartz's mom well, first. <laughs> Yeah,
1: um, it, to the tune of Jesse's girl. could have just diseased yeah. Stacey's mom. Yeah,
0: that, there's like ten people in that band, and they're like touring. Yeah, and it sounds like Sandoval pays for all. I mean, he he said he pays for all of the recording, all the all the business expenses, and pays them like and all like practices and stuff. That's not a money making endeavor. No, unless people are paying
1: a lot more money than we than they should be to go see them in concert, ah. like. I bet it's like 30, 40 bucks. And if you get enough people, But I mean, I just saw they're, they're playing in like the Northeast. Yeah. Plop it around Southern California kind of thing. Like they're. Yeah. Got to no. see, see Sandy's family on this episode. Um, the mom was a firefighting mom. Who knew? Like five feet tall and fighting fires in St. Louis, I, I suppose, or somewhere there in, in Missouri. Yep. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm interested. I. I was glad we weren't Lala heavy this episode. I'm a little over Lala. I feel like we're getting, going to keep getting a lot of Raquel and James cattiness between another one another without being towards one another. Yeah. Uh, every, every time I see Raquel, I just picture Lala at the skating rink. It's like, sorry, I called you a fly. Uh
0: Every time. Yeah, I did find it funny how I mean, like James is going down the same fucking path as usual. Like he, we see him fighting at the club after hours, uh, getting kicked out of the club by security. Drinking again, like, he's, like, he is, I get why people like him, and, like, I don't despise the guy, but, like, he makes it really hard to like him when he's, like, literally tears Raquel down, like we see him, say, in the, in the green room, and then, like, goes and tells Lisa that, what's what's her face is, there's, like, new love of his life, I'm like, we've heard all this shit before, this is nothing new, this is all repeated behavior, again, with someone else, who's very nice, and sweet, and probably should be with someone nicer, (laughs)
1: Do we think he's even thirty years old at this point? How old do you think James Kennedy
0: is? If he's not thirty, he's twenty-nine.
1: I feel like he's pretty close. He's he's thirty-one. Um, there you he, go. He's been in our lives a long time. I, yeah. I, he's been around since season three or so. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he was very young when we first met him because yeah. we're ten. Uh, so he was like, he didn't go to college, but he was right out of college when, when yep. we. Um. So. I don't know. I, w- I wonder what a James Kennedy show is like. I probably won't ever go to one. He's been to Austin here a few
0: times. Um, and yeah. Well, just the uh, opening music he played, which is really strange. He has DJ James Kennedy playing uh, opening for a cover band that's going to play like rock songs and like well-known things to like EDM hardcore. Like, like you got to be into this kind of crap. Like, big difference of. I mean, I get it. It's a. It's a. It's a VPR show, so they can this appeals to everybody. But I'm like, not exactly the best opener for you.
1: <laughs> and, and he may only be able to play the EDM stuff. Went for TV because that's what they can. It's his music, yeah. Play.
0: Oh, we get that. I get that.
1: I think that's the only reason we got away with playing Jesse's girl is because it had different lyrics.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. Because we're not spending a lot of money on songs. On yeah. uh, Trixie Monocle doing her thing for the crap. Yeah. There you go. Um. Anyhow, any any other stuff? I'm 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 behind on my Below Deck and my Real housewife's of New Jersey. Um But I, I sent yeah. you earlier today I don't know if you saw it. Like we have a lot of Housewife stuff on right now. There's more of it being edited there's more that's in the can that's getting ready to come out like there's a a lot um coming down the pipe um i also was reading that uh, i think southern charm had been filming or might be done filming so not sure when when that would be due out but and and then we know here this month and steamboat Winterhouse is filming correct uh top chef starts uh next week you're you one of your one of your one of your top two or three shows so yeah
0: absolutely no it's it's we're Moving right on, moving right up. London? Where is that? Uh, yeah, it's in London, but it's I think it's gonna be like European. Okay, they bounce around. So. Sure. Yeah, you know how it goes. Yeah, cool. Any final thoughts? <laughs> uh, no, I'm super excited. Grape's first start of Survivor. Uh, looking forward to how this plays out. Uh, so yeah, good stuff, and uh, the train keep rolling. Maybe we'll have some Top Chef conversation next time we meet. So after that. You can follow us on Twitter, at After Reality Pod. Like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and TikTok, After Reality Podcast. Subscribe or download them via Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, Stitcher. Check our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. You can find me at over 45 on Instagram and Twitter.
1: Be on the Twitter at Spencer Kitley, at Fantasy4Reality on both Instagram and Twitter. And until we chat again, this tribe try it. I spoke it.